Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Uh, Tuesday edition, and not too bad. It's a, it's been a good night. Little bits and pieces out there. Some new funky stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, some new stuff from Peak Design. Another Kickstarter from those guys. Their tenth. Uh, we've got some stuff about DJI, some Canon interesting info, and some other stuff. So we might as well get straight into this sucker. Thanks for popping by, uh, all you people over on the podcast, if you're listening. Glad you could join us. Much appreciated. Really, really is to have uh, have everyone that pops past and has a listen every day. Uh, I do muchly appreciate it. It is a nice feeling knowing that... Um, yeah, I might be helping you out. Hopefully, that's that's the that's the idea of it, I guess, of this uh, I guess daily vlog and tech and news and views and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, hopefully it is working out for you. Now, if uh, again, if you haven't already seen, there is a new video up. Go check that out. That's the Point Perrin video. Give it a like. All the usual fun stuff. If you're not seeing the videos, that's because you don't have that little bell down here to subscribe there. There's a little bell thing. If you click on all notifications, that'll tell you every time another episode of this is up. And if you aren't a subscriber of the podcast and you work out in the gym and you just don't have time to sit down and watch YouTube, uh, there's I think we're on pretty much every platform. If you go to Anchor, that's the main one. You'll be able to find out. It's called Another Day, Another Pod. Uh, come over and you can just listen to us while you're going for a run on the, on the treadmill or something like that. That'd be nice. Anyway, let's get stuck into this. Now, uh, don't forget tomorrow we've got, I'll be, or I'll fly home tomorrow. I should be able to try and do the morning show again first up uh, before I get on the plane. So I'll duck at home after work, after night shift, do the show and get it up before I have to go and get on the plane. So fingers crossed. It worked out well last time because it gave me a little bit more time because once I get home I'm pretty much smashed and it's hard to sort of get a show together when I'm trying to catch up with young Jack so yeah I think we'll try and do that tomorrow as well now also tomorrow's should well it should be the starting on the 20th for these guys in the state uh, but for us it'll be the 21st the Adobe Max conference uh, for creators if you haven't uh, signed up for that go and sign up today you can go pick a heap of different uh, I guess so they, they're just different presenters are doing different talks and they're going through and teaching you how to do stuff. They're having chats about general stuff and there's hundreds of different ones you can pick. It's over two days, 20th to the 22nd. That starts tomorrow. So if you have signed up, I'm assuming tomorrow. I haven't seen any emails as yet. I did get a reminder that it's coming up. Um, that's why I thought I'd remind you all. Um, but there's heaps of good content. This is normally, you have to be invite only to go to this, with, and, but because of COVID this year, Adobe's made it free for everyone online. So it's a really good opportunity to get access to this info and you may learn something that may help you out. So I'm pretty uh, keen on this. It's on my days off too, so even better, I can actually get in and have a look at it. So I've just put my name down for a heap of seminars and all the different ones. And then obviously you're not gonna be able to get to everything that's just near on impossible. Uh, but it'd be good to sort of cat, try and earmark the ones you really want, what time they start, and make sure you're ready to sort of watch it and get involved. So definitely, don't if you are keen, if you're a creator of any sort, even if you're a designer or you do a lot of uh, computer work, you're on the computer, one of these bad boys all day, 
punching away, doing stuff at work, this may be something that make, might make your work easier. My English has been terrible the last couple of days. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely check that out. It's free. Again, it's free to sign up. Uh, you can go pick all the different ones you want to go through and learn about. Uh, definitely worth checking out. So that should be starting tomorrow. So check out that Adobe Max, a big, big, big multi-platform seminar. So check it out. Uh, we've got the Shure release coming. That's next week. Don't forget about that. That's that new microphone. There's still six days to go on that. I'll keep you updated. That's just a friendly reminder. You can go sign up to get the updates. So if you're a Shure fan, make sure you've got your put your email in and they'll give you updates when that comes. But I think six days to go. It's got a bit of a clock on there. Uh, <clears throat> letting you know that it's sort of still coming, so not far away. Now, Peak Design last night, they had their release. Um, they have pretty much all their items. They've done, this is their 10th Kickstarter campaign. They've released, uh, they put out some teaser photos the other day. And it's sort of, you couldn't really tell. I was thinking it was a hard shell backpack. Um, there's been a few of them sort of floating around. So I thought they were going to do a, they've got a lot of soft ones. I thought they might have done like a harder version, like a hard, hard shell. Uh, my guess was wrong. <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of other guesses that were wrong. And what it actually is, they uh, it dropped last night. Uh, it's a mobile phone complete system. So it's not just a one case or a, anything like that. It's a comp complete system. And it's basically, or basically, loosely based around the iPhone 12, that new magnetic magtech uh, system. Uh, and it look it looks really good. Now I've gone the mouse route for the for my case just be, purely because of their just renowned drop protection. Got a two thousand dollar phone that I'm going to be, be paying off. The last thing I needed is to be dropping it and shattering it, especially when you're a three year old in the house that likes to play with stuff, especially your phone. So that's my <laughs> take on it. But look, this looked really really good. It was a really good concept. Basically, it takes uh, a, the main unit. Obviously, you get a phone case to put on your phone um, and in the back is a small little square that allows a mechanical locking mechanism as well as a magnetic locking system so you can soft lock straight onto these new adapters that they've created or you can hard lock it on for some of the bike stuff now there's things like there's a wall mount so you can buy little wall mounts where you can stick them on Sorry about my legion energy up here. <laughs> you can just stick it on. It's like a little square and it's different colors, different materials to suit your, your aesthetic in the house. You can st stick that on your wall. And if you're in the kitchen a lot, you can basically come in with your phone and just go boop, magnetic straight to your wall, sit it on this little charger. Oh, not a charger for that one. That's just a wall mount. The car, there is a car mount, just a generic car mount. There's a car mount with a charging ability. Now you... What you're probably thinking is, yeah, that's fine, but uh, you've got to have the case. You've got to have the iPhone 12 to do the charging. There is actually a little clip that you can put onto, just say like my iPhone 10. You can come and just clip this universal adapter, put that onto your phone, stick that onto your back of your case, and that'll then allows you to have that square in there and use all the different accessories magnetically. It won't let you charge while that's on, but I will say that. So... That's the only real difference, but they have pretty much covered options that aren't the iPhone 12 and the magnetic charging in the back base, and they've got a little something for everything. So there's bike, there's I think two different styles of bike mount. There's a 
one, just a universal one you can put on the handlebars. There's a hard one. There's one specific to motorcycles where you've got the main bolt through your handlebars. You, it'll lock in through the hole in the bolt's head. Uh, there's a big system. Uh, there's a really nice, and the one I really, really was impressed by, a magnetic stand for your phone where it folds up and it's all uh, brushed or I think maybe not brushed but anodized aluminium it was in black and there was a fold up stand and your iPhone just sits straight on it but just basically I guess like that clip straight on there magnet magnetize on there and charge as a nice base so that lots there's a lot in there definitely go check it out there's a little tripod mount there's a heap there's like at least 10 or 10 or 12 pieces now, on the, I went over and had a quick look at the Kickstarter. It's not that big an entry point at the moment. Obviously, Kickstarter's a good chance to get the discount. Uh, Peaks, normally, they can be, their bags are sort of top end, sort of money-wise. Some of the other gear ain't, ain't that highly priced. I don't think that is always really good quality. The capture clip I've got is awesome. I use that uh, along with my three-legged thing, Ellie, PD Ellie. So like, they do make fantastic gear, so I'd, I'd be quite happy to get it. You can just get in and just get a, a phone case and an adapter and then buy things down the track if you want. Uh, you can buy the whole kit. I think the whole kit was about 400 Australian or something, something like that, about 280, 290 bucks American for a complete set. Um, or you can just buy, the, there was just like a base unit and so you get the universal adapter or the case and then just a normal clip. One of the other things, you pick a couple of them, whatever ones you want. And that was only, I think, like 50 bucks or something like that. So it wasn't a ridiculous have to buy everything or nothing. You can buy the base unit for a cheap entry point and then add on what you, the extras. So it was a really, I thought it was actually a really good Kickstarter campaign. Uh, it was a lot different to one, ones I had seen. And yet, and the best thing about it, you know they're going to make it. So it's one of those rare ones where you actually know it's definitely going to come out and these guys are definitely going to, you're definitely going to get your products because sometimes, and I've been bitten, I'm sure there's everyone else is out there, I'm still waiting for a wallet and some earbuds, which they're basically written off in this wallet, that Volt, Volterman. Oh God, I hope you didn't get stung on that one like I did. Uh, yeah, that they're never going to come. There's people, there's a few out there that are dodgy and, they don't come, but this is one of those good Kickstarters that you know are definitely going to come and rock up. So that's a good thing. So definitely go check that out. It's their 10th Kickstarter campaign. Um, I think it'll go pretty well, actually. Uh, the iPhone 12, I think, is going to sell very well. And with those magnetics and all the way the magnets work, I know Mouse actually has already had that in place for a while now. You can get a car mount that's magnet with their case, which I'm going to be using. Um, so... They're starting to come out, and uh, this, this is going to be a good quality brand. If you're looking for that sort of a setup, this could be the one that covers all your sort of avenues, I guess. So go check it out. Now, Insta360, uh, there's a they dropped the video last night. They've got a new camera coming. There's a new release coming for that on October the 28th. It's the theme of this one is in your pocket. Uh, look, it showed off. We know what Insta can do, that 360 device and the things you can do with that are just insane. This again showed some amazing footage, the little, the little I guess, brief clip that they showed you, showed coming through a moving car, then coming from outside through the car, then back out. Uh, 
round and round, which I figured something was on the string, and the theme of it was in your pocket. And at the last minute, they put something like Coke can size uh, in the pocket. The lady chucks it in the pocket, and it's it was sort of hard to tell what it is. Um, it's obviously a camera, what it is and how it's going to work. Will it be a possibly a full 360? I did a bit of a Google search around to see if there's anything else, any rumors out there. There's nothing on there. So whatever they've done, uh, their leaks, their leak proof, basically, basically at Insta360, I hadn't heard anything about this until this video dropped. So that was, I was really, really impressed by that. Considering we know exactly what an Apple phone looks like, uh, a Samsung and all the other crap you hear about weeks in advance, I heard nothing, seen, heard nothing, seen nothing at all in all those different camera spots until it dropped. So that was really impressive. Um, there was a few things <clears throat> on a couple of 360 leak camera groups about they have little portable actual 360 cameras. Um, so not like where you've got the one sided with the two cameras on each side and it sort of stitches it together. These were more of a 360. So whether it's some sort of an advanced 360 camera, uh, but again, in that pocketability size and it's the next level up from that original 360, uh, it's not far away. Next, next week, October 28th, we'll find out more. And I'm going to assume in this next week and the build up to that, that now we're going to hear a heap of all the leaks and what's coming and stuff like that. So does look pretty interesting. They've done really well 360 since they started. The 1R did pretty well. Uh, and yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, something bad. I'll, I think it's probably going to be you know, something good. I'm hopeful to see something new from them because they've really got that outside of the box thinking. So fingers crossed, won't be, won't be long to hear from that one. Now, uh, well, which way will it go? No, we'll go there. We'll, go, we'll change it up for a little bit of car action. There's Supercar Bondi had uh got access to a brand new cone egg a new egg if you haven't heard of the connor's egg uh, it's a i think forgive me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure swedish swedish car company uh hybrid electric petrol sort of engine ridiculously fast the regueras they got the regueras just gorgeous beautiful cars uh one speed gearboxes just everything built in-house he's a bit of a genius uh connor's egg um and his cars are down. They're worth millions of dollars to buy one. Well, he's made that they're all basically hypercars. <laughs> and if you can get your hands on one, well, you're definitely mega, mega rich to start with. But you definitely get your hands on a piece of art as well of a, as a car. And this is no exception. The Jamira is the world's first four-seater hypercar. Now, it's got a three-cylinder engine mated to three electric motors. And that puts out 1,700. 100 horsepower wow uh as per normal ridiculously gorgeous car big folding doors this was the the basically the first prototype uh all the luxury inside plenty of room for that has six foot two bloke in there sitting in the back seat and he had, still had leg room in front of the front seat which is a big thing for us i guess for me it's an average height <laughs> uh but it's uh, i guess most people consider over six foot reasonably tall. Um, so if, once you get in the car, normally at six foot, that's a struggle. So, But the back seat had plenty of room. Gorgeous car. Now, the... What was I going to say about it? <clears throat> oh, they did talk about... Um, that's right. They did talk about 
it being able to use different fuels and stuff. Now, I don't know, which, I've got to go and see some more info on this and just check it out, but it was sort of pretty interesting that how she was talking about different ways and the only reason apparently that they put a three, the engine in there, they could have gone full electric because pretty much that's where it's all going anyway, is he wanted the sound of the engine. So he kept the three cylinder, it's a massive, uh, it's got a big cylinder bore on it uh, to give it a nice lumpy throaty sound. And that's pretty much the only reason the petrol engine's in there. Heaps of storage on the, on the front and the back cases. It actually come with douchebag cases uh, and they're a fantastic case company. Uh, I look at their stuff all the time. They make some gorgeous luggage and uh, you get a full set of that with the car. So it look, looked amazing, very, very cool looking car and a proper four seat car, not a, not one of the, where the Porsches or whatever where you got to chop off your legs to get in the back. Uh, it was a legit sized car and like 1700 horsepower. It's going to be just freaking insane on the road. So very, very cool and something fun, to, a bit of fun, something different to look at. Now, DJI, we know we've got a release coming up for them. Um, I think that's tonight at 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm pretty sure tonight, 9 p.m., we've got a release from then. They're, they're saying on their website it's, it's all about grabbing, going to your bag and grabbing something out. Look, I'm pretty sure, I said yesterday, 99% sure it's going to be the new Osmo Pocket 2. The photos leaked out for that yesterday. Um, well, yep, there's some guys... Got some specs out. We got a little bit of stuff on that. Not ma major specs, but it's pretty much going to be around a three hundred dollar US mark. Uh, it's got a new lens and sensor. It's going to be a lot better for low light, so that'll be really good. Especially, I know a heap of. I think yesterday I said to you, a heap of photographer vloggers uh, use them because it's nice and portable. They can chuck it in their pocket while they're running in between shots and. It's got the gimbal, so it's always smooth. Uh, and they do astro stuff, so low light would be really, really handy. Um, stable, it's got stabilizer and face detect upgrades as well. That's going to be a lot better. A better, bigger battery. It's now got joystick control, and they reckon that's going to be the big seller for this. Uh, I'm not sure how the last one, I think it was buttons. Well, this is now joystick, so you can sort of move it around and get it to where you want. Uh, wireless audio is also mentioned in there. And uh, we're obviously going to get more and some more accurate details tonight, but that should be dropping. There was nothing on the site last night. They're still selling the old one. A lot of the accessories for the old one are at classes out of stock. So that, oh, excuse me, I found that sort of interesting. So it'll be uh, pretty cool to see this. I'm uh, quite interested in this. I'm looking for something as a backup. I'm, I think I said to you yesterday, I, I want to do it on my phone, but... If there's somebody like this that can actually do the job, well, then that's another option to look at that I've got to think about. So check that out. That'll be 9 p.m. tonight for us. Uh, we'll find out then. Cool. Another one from DJI. It's all happening. Techtober, just on fire. And then last night, um, over from Canon Rumors, a couple of new sensors released or announced from Canon. Uh, they're not really camera. I don't think they're camera ones it's more for industrial sort of techniques but it could be used for video and it's got a great sort of vision of where the Canon technology is and what they've got up their back pocket and their sleeve so um, these two new sensors are built for APS-H I'm not sure what that is but I'm, it, they talked a lot about for microscopes uh, 
inspecting flat panels and all sort of um, different pieces. They sent, did say that you could use it for video, so it could be interesting, could come in a super high-end or <clears throat> super high-end video cameras for uh, TV stations or networks or sporting grounds and stuff like that, but ridiculous. You're not going to believe this. It's a 250 megapixel sensor. Insane. Uh, if you take that, if you take it down to a full frame sensor, it works out to be 388 megapixels in a sensor. Uh, that's insane. You can imagine the detail. I'm pretty sure it'll be probably pretty average at low light. That's the only thing I'm concerned about it. But can you imagine what you could do with that? Uh, it's 125 times the size of a 4K sensor. So the detail would be just ridiculous. Uh, Canon has a lot of fantastic technology. And I think like a Formula One team, they build in the Formula Ones and then it filters down into your Toyotas, your Fords, your Ferraris <coughs> that are driving around the streets. The same thing happens here with the technology. They build these amazing ones for industrial purposes or, or the big guys, and then that'll end up filtering down into my little M50. Not that we're going to have an APS-C anymore. That's pretty much done and dusted by the sounds of it. But uh, look, some fantastic tech coming, and if they can do that, uh, I'm sure there's a big future there and Canon's going to be around for a long while. So very, very cool. It is a CMOS sensor and yeah, we'll probably hear a little bit more about that. And then last but not least, another a CR2 uh, rumor is the C50 is going to be coming and it's going to be a small box format, much like the Panasonic we looked at the other day. So that is coming. It's not far away, possibly uh, maybe this year or the end of this year. But it's going to be in a box format, much like the GBH1, I think it was. So that will be pretty cool. Now, also, there's a saying there's going to be a C90. So we know about the C70. We know the C50 is coming. There's a C90 that's going to slot into that cinema, cinema range for the RF lenses. And they also talked, and that's to come in 2021, that C90. And they also talked about a upgrade to existing camera cinema line and taking them to RF, so you like your C200s, 300s, and that, they'll all be come out with an RF version next year as well. So Canon is really trying to get a lot of stuff done, uh, whether it's good, it's bad. Like they've tried hard with the R5 and R6. They look, they made a few mistakes there. I think they'd be the first to admit that, but they're, at least they're trying to get stuff done. So very, very cool. And it's it can only be good for all of us. So... When they try stuff, we get to try stuff too. So very, very fun. And that's about it. Radio, I will see you all again tomorrow for another one. Hope you enjoyed it and thanks for stopping by. Radio, we'll be coming that way. That way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>